You're listening to Bought and Beloved. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Dwell Differently. For a fun and unique way to memorize God's Word, visit DwellDifferently.com. Now, on to today's show. Gents, my name is Kirby Kelly, and welcome to this week's episode of the Bought and Beloved podcast. I'm so happy that each and every single one of you are tuning in and listening. I don't know if you're here just because you're a loyal listener who is subscribed, new episodes every Wednesday, if you're here because you saw someone share this on social media, or if you're here because I have an amazing guest on here with me today, my friend Meredith Foster. Meredith, how about you just, let's just begin by introducing who you are to everyone that's listening. Hey, well, hello. I'm so grateful to be on your podcast, Kirby. Thank you for having me. So, um, hi guys, my name is Meredith. Um, I started a YouTube (laughs) channel in 2009, previously known as SeelaBabe09. I pretty much grew up in the online space. (laughs) Um, I have around 4 million subscribers, but I've been doing this for, I was doing YouTube for 10 years. So it wasn't like I grew overnight. It was like this very dedicated thing to where I grew an authentic, real audience. And my viewers were kind of like my best friends. Um, My mission is for all women to know their worth, their identity and purpose. It's always been about beauty being a light in the heart. Uh, I have a book called Fostering Your Best Self and a podcast Mm -hmm. called Unfiltered Faith. And I'm now just using my influence to point others to Jesus and live loved, free and to choose joy. Come on, Meredith. And I think, (laughs) well, it's just so cool because it's like, you know, I grew up I think you started YouTube way before I did, but like I have so many friends, friends that we both like mutually share. I'm pretty sure Chelsea Hurst is one of them that I can think of off the top of my head where it's like we all began. I didn't necessarily start in beauty, but I began with like vlogging and just not really thinking anything of it for it to be a platform of just like, let me proclaim the name of Jesus. But like just over time, the Lord really becoming everything like every aspect of my life it's like it's just so cool to see how it's bled into every single platform I have now and I'm sure that's probably the same for you especially like knowing your podcast and everything too but I just want to jump into today's conversation so listeners y'all get ready because it's gonna be a good one um it's gonna be lit but uh (laughs) Meredith I know you and I were talking beforehand um just about what it is that is kind of like on your heart in regards to the message that you want to share and you want to talk about. And I just absolutely loved what you had to say. So um, I know a big part of what you wanted to share today was kind of your story and how that, how that just has led to freedom in your life. Um, So do you just want to take the reins with that one? And we can go from there. I'm down to kind of like explain kind of my, my testimony really quick. And then the kind of journey that I've been on with the Lord because it's been a wild one. So I grew up in a Christian home. I went to Christian school. I learned about the Bible. I used to memorize long passages like Psalms and all that. Um, And so I always had a a love for Jesus growing up and uh, I went to Sunday school and all that. But when I entered high school, I was, I got into the wrong crowds and I 
I like to describe it as like I had scales over my eyes. I just didn't have a, like, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. I almost like forgot that God was with me at that point. Like I kind of just was like, peace out. I'm going to go off the rails. I'm going to like be a little rebellious. I'm going to start drinking. I don't think I ever actually wanted to start drinking. I think I was pressured by friends and I was like, I need to be accepted. So I'm going to start doing all this stuff that I normally wouldn't do. Um, and so, uh, high school was just not a great time for me. I was bullied for doing YouTube and I eventually left the school because of that. And I did school online and I started doing a Christian online school. So I was like back on Christian school. And it's so funny because one of the classes that I had to take was a Bible class. And I remember I did not like it at all. And there was, oh, wow. I know I, and now all I want to do is study the Bible. Like, how <laughs> yeah. um, But I remember there was a class about like, knowing who you are, like your identity. And I was like, I didn't understand it at all. I was like, what does this even mean? Like, what do you mean? Who am I? But um, now it's just funny. Cause like, that's what I, the Lord has shown me over these last years is like, he wanted me to see myself the way he sees me. Mm-hmm. And I never did. Like I'd look in the mirror and I saw someone who I didn't like or someone that I, I wanted to change. And I never saw my true value. I didn't see the beauty in me. And so mm-hmm. that's been like my journey with the, the Lord this whole time. Um, but going back to high school and then leaving high school. So I was doing YouTube that whole time. I didn't have a strong community around me. I mm-hmm. was just surrounded by people that were just so in the world. And so I let those things influence me. Um, All my friends would talk about, you know, hooking up with guys. And I just conformed to the patterns of the world. Uh, One of my favorite verses is Romans 12 too. Do not conform to the pattern. Yeah, it's so good, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Um, So that's really what's happened these last few years is I actually was gifted a Bible by um, some of my friends. And I remember being like, I didn't want to read the Bible at first. I was just like, can I just like, just read a few verses. But then once I like, like tasted and saw that the Lord is good, like that he is, he was with me the whole time. Like he always loves me. There's nothing I can do to earn his love, but that he's been with me in every single moment, every single dark, like painful place, everything that I thought was just like, just, you know, the lowest valley, he was there with me. And so once I like experienced the goodness of God is when I was like, whoa, like I want to dedicate my life to the Lord. And I started reading the word and that's how I renewed my mind was by reading, by reading the Bible. Yeah. And yeah, it's been, it's been quite a journey. And Um, I'm just so grateful for the community that I now have because for like two to three years, I really did not have a strong group of, um, believers. And it's really important as a believer to have other believers around you because they're in a, it says iron sharpens iron. So Mm -hmm. it's just, that's been so crucial in my walk was having people to come in and encourage me and be like, I, you know. I believe in you, like keep going, keep going. Cause I went through some dark moments, um, that all of the internet saw with an eating disorder and it was really hard. Um, but having people that stuck with me and were praying for me, actually, I would get messages from viewers saying, Meredith, like when, when I saw you were struggling, I prayed for you. And then I, I know I saw, I was like, Whoa, the power of prayer, like that's real. Yeah. So it's been really cool. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a good story, Meredith. That's just like, I'm sure that so many people can relate to that, just especially 
around the subject of identity because I think every human we're we're so egocentric and we we're so focused on ourselves and wanting to know who we are, what is my purpose, why am I here, and all of those things. I think even throughout life, we we will dip our toe into that existential question of like, what am I doing? Like even as believers, yeah. like God, like what are you doing in my life? Like, what do you really want me to do? Um, and so I think it's like, it's one of those things that if you do try and root it in the world, not only is that going to be just destructive in your own life and in your heart, because it is so unsatisfying. Um, but the fruit that you're going to get out of that, it's not going to be good fruit because I mean, we're compared to trees in scripture that Whatever we take deep root in, whatever it is that we are getting our nutrients from, whatever it is that we are feeding from, we are going to produce fruit. But it's when we are rooted in truth, when we are rooted in in our identity in Christ, when we are rooted in in what he has done and receiving that gift and abiding in him and he in us and having the Holy Spirit living in us and guiding and active, all those things, the fruit that is born from that are the fruits of the Spirit, you know, Galatians chapter five we're gonna see love we're gonna see joy we're gonna see peace Peace. patience goodness faithfulness kindness self-control all those things gentleness let's go like you're gonna see all of those things begin to bud in your life and it's like it's so funny because I think we look at the fruits of the spirit we look at and I'm sure that you can relate to this too Meredith like being a believer now for for this long and myself as well and my listeners too that we no, like like you said, we have tasted and seen. And once we do, it's like, oh my gosh, everything I've ever needed is truly found in God. Like he yeah. is the only thing that we can get to the root of every temptation. We can get to the root of every desire. And it's like when we strip away all of the things of this world and we see, okay, like for you, you know, your desire was to be accepted. It's like, we can go about rooting that in the world, but it's like, there's that can be rooted in God. And from that comes yes. good fruit. You know what oh. I mean? No. Okay. So there's this quote that I heard that was like, because I, so I experienced a lot of rejection growing up. And mm-hmm. so there's this quote that says, you cannot be rejected because Jesus pray, paid the price for you. Therefore you are accepted. And mm-hmm. I was like, that changes like that being rooted in the fact that like, I'm no longer like, I can't be rejected. Like Jesus has already accepted me. So anytime I even face rejection, because we face it in all parts of life, like whether yeah. it's a guy that you have a crush on, and I experienced that recently, and it didn't affect me to the level that I thought it would. And in the past, I would get rejected by guys and I would just like cope with it in totally the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And this time it's like, it fell away. It didn't even affect me because I was so rooted in God's Praise love God. for me. I know it's so cool. It's so good because it's so true that when you have your identity rooted in Jesus, like when you not only know the truth, like in your head, but when it makes that like conversion into your heart, when it is ingrained in you, when you actually say, I 100% fully believe this and you begin to live, you begin to live in that belief, not just believe it for the sake of knowing it, but living that belief, it changes everything. It changes how you react to situations. It changes how you go about loving other people. It changes the decisions that you're making, but it really has to come down to, do you believe this to the point where it affects 
everything in your life because it's not just about, you know, knowing scripture and being able to quote all of the Psalms and everything. That's not, that's not going to save you. Like knowing God and being known by him and truly receiving everything that he has for you because he has so much good in store for all of us. Like, I don't think that people understand that God doesn't want to just, he doesn't just want, you know, conversions. He doesn't just want us to give up this lifestyle that we think is fun and this and that. It's like, he wants to give us abundant life because the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy us. And it's just, I see so many people nowadays, even friends that I have that are walking with the Lord who are really struggling in areas that, um, they they either never have struggled in or have once struggled in, found freedom in, and then the spiritual warfare is just real. I feel like that's something that's so real right now amongst believers. Oh, it is so real. It is. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, that's why we put on the full armor every day. Yes. Um, but the enemy will try to get to you even through like people that yeah. are close to you. And um, I mean, there's no like I get honestly I get attacked like in my dreams because during the day like I I get so I'm so um I spend so much time with Jesus throughout the day that like I I don't really get a lot of attacks in the day because I'm like the more I behold Jesus is like mm-hmm. I'm so where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom mm-hmm. but at night like I've experienced some pretty intense dreams mm-hmm. and I just wake up and I just I either pray or I just don't come into agreement with what happens in my dreams. Cause sometimes yeah. they're like really scary, like terrorizing things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, concerning spiritual warfare, it's definitely, it's a real thing. It's, it's real. It's so real. And I see that the enemy is just really trying to weigh people down and they're beginning to believe these, these lies about who they are, not just like who they are in general, but who they are in, in Jesus, that Jesus isn't there for them, that God hasn't fully cleansed them of their sins, that they're never going to be able yeah. to get out of this struggle. I'm seeing so much of that within, um, close friends that I have and I think something that's just like burdening my heart and I know that we're kind of going all over the place with this podcast no no I'm glad you're going in this direction because I want to talk about this you're listening to the Converge Podcast Network and now a message from one of our network supporters As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want to memorize more of the Bible, but struggle to actually do it? Dwell Differently has developed unique ways to help you memorize one Bible verse each month. 
They take the first letter of each word in a verse, create a cool design, and then put that design on a key tag, a note card, or a temporary tattoo, letting you take God's word wherever you go. How great is that? Every month, you'll receive a kit in the mail, along with screensavers and downloadable coloring sheets. They also post daily inspiration on Instagram, share weekly devotionals on their website, and host a podcast, all meant to help you apply this verse to your life. If you're just getting started with your faith or long to go deeper, Dwell Differently is a great way to start. To join their monthly program, visit dwelldifferently.com. That's dwelldifferently.com. Now, back to today's show. I think that something that I just want to encourage the listeners today is that, you know, whether you are you are questioning Christianity, whether you have just given your life to Jesus or whether you are a mature believer and you've been walking with the Lord, I just want to bring... Uh, like encourage you guys and bring this to mind that however the enemy is attacking you today, you are still the same child of God that you were at the moment of your salvation. Like you can speak directly to the enemy and cast him out. Like God, you have authority. And, and the sins that you once committed, when you repent and ask for forgiveness, that is blotted out. Like God has paid yeah. that price yeah. through Jesus and what you are mm-hmm. currently going through, the the shame that you're feeling, the weight that you're feeling, the the false self that you might be identifying with now that, oh, I was a good Christian, but now I'm this. It's like, no, reject that in the name of Jesus. Start clinging onto the truth and claiming the truth over yeah. your life because we are called to not just give our lives to Jesus. And then it's like, okay, that's it. That's the, that's the climax. That's the pinnacle moment of our life. It's like, no, we get to continue experiencing freedom in our in our walk with Jesus. Yeah, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And it's quoted so much, mm-hmm. but like we it's like a daily choice to believe that we are free and like mm-hmm. I remember last summer I was definitely under some type of demonic oppression. Like mm-hmm. I had a friend tell me, she didn't tell me like when she met me, but she said later, like this year, she was like, yeah, you were severely under, because I was in so much fear. I was like condemning myself. Anytime I like made the tiniest mistake, I was like, I'm a sinner. Like I, God's mad at me. And I was just in a really bad headspace and I didn't understand grace at all. And I also didn't understand like that. I didn't understand. There's no condemnation for those in Christ. And I didn't understand how God saw me that once I turned from my sin, that he, he sees me as blameless and whole and righteous and righteous means that you're in right standing with God. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't, I fully came to that realization, I'd say like a few months ago. And it, and it just gave me so much freedom because Mm -hmm. I was condemning myself almost every single day. Yeah. The self-condemnation is so real because that's something that I struggle with too, is that I'll do a million things right and I do one thing wrong and it's like, oh my gosh, God is only going to look at that one wrong thing and I'm going to have to 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 clear my name and to do better and all this stuff. But I want to read, I have two scripture verses pulled up that I wanted to read. Um, the first one is in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, which y'all, if this is something you struggle with, like condemnation read first john it is short it is sweet it is to the point it is good right it's amazing uh but this is what it says it says if we confess our sins 
He, God, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And I love that one. And I'll share the second scripture here in a second, but I love that one. That has been a a scripture that I have had to continuously cling to when I have dug up these old sins and, and gone before the Lord again and have been like, can you forgive me of this? And it's like, he already put that in the grave. Like, like he's already forgiven me for that. I don't have to continue clinging on to that shame when he says, like, go and sin no more. You're free from that. But our part, yeah, were you going to say something? I was going to say, it keeps us like, like stuck because mm-hmm. I realized like, cause God wants us to keep walking, keep going. Yes. Like, don't look back. Like that kind of thing, it would keep me stuck. And, um, I love, someone said this one time to me, they said the, the enemy tries to dress you in shame, but Jesus wants to dress you in peace. And I just love that. Oof, that's good. Honestly, like that's that's so true. But I I love it because like what we are called to do in that situation, like if you are living in sin, if you are carrying that shame, um, if you are desiring freedom in your life and to have um your identity rooted in the Lord, we are called to confess our sins. Like we are called to bring it to him, to repent and to confess and his promise to us. And we have to remember that God is not like us. He is a faithful promise keeper. And I love, I say this all the time on my podcast. So if y'all have been listening to me for a while, you've probably heard this a billion times, but hopefully you're putting it into practice. If you see the word will in the Bible, circle it because that's a promise from the Lord. He is faithful and just and will He is promising us to forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And a verse that um, also uh, speaks on this in the Old Testament is uh, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. And it says, come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. And I love that. Like, that's how he is with us, too, is like, just come here already. Um, Yeah. And it says, though your sins are like scarlet, like though they are so apparent and so out there and so ingrained, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. And that's our God that like he he is the only one who is able to do that. And sometimes I think the reason why we fall into self-condemnation is because it's so hard for us to believe that in Christ we are made worthy because we we aren't yeah. worthy, but it's yeah. like, that's the love of God. And he just simply calls us to receive that because, you know, we can, we can work and we can do, and we can try and, and all try. those things. And yes, like work and do and try to your own degree, but you, it has to begin with receiving the love of God, because if you're trying to do it out of your own will out of your own way to to prove yourself, that's not going to cut it. It is the love of God that gives us strength and empowers us to go forth and sin no more, you know? Yeah, that's so good. That's really, oh, that everyone needs to know. <laughs> it's true though. There's too many people. I know who- so many believers that, mm-hmm. that just feel like far away from God or feel like what they've done is too, just too, like they're too, too far gone. Like yeah. I've, I've heard that from a lot of people like, Oh no, I'm, you know, I'm unredeemable, but like, no, you're not. <laughs> Honestly, like, look at, I love the ball. <laughs> so, that is I was crazy. just gonna say that like look at the people of the bible like I think we we need to we need to sit down and like read the word and actually see what it says like we don't need to sit back and revert to Sunday school these stories that were taught which like yeah they're great but we have to get to the theology of it of realizing God used some like 
really human humans, if you know what I mean. Like, like depressed. Exactly. Like we look at the life of David, for instance, and it's like, what do we all know him as? The man after God's own heart. But it's like, look at what his track record was. Like he had someone murdered. He slept with someone's wife. Like he was not probably the best example for what we would be like, oh, I want you to grow up and be like a David. But it's like, we, we, God strips that away and says, you know, despite your humanity, it's like, you are in need of a savior. Like you are in need of me. You are in need of my grace. You're in need of my forgiveness. Um, and I love that we just see that all throughout the Old Testament to the New Testament, just God's plan unfolding with Jesus. Um, it all points to Jesus. But it's like, friends, realize that like we are all so human and the worst of the worst can be saved. Not to say compare your sins to one another, but like know that to God, it's like, it's sin and it's not sin. Like he's going to forgive you if you run to him. If you have that genuine heart, like, like you said, if if you want to be made right before the Lord, he'll make you right. He'll exchange your rags for his righteousness. Like that is just who he is because there's no other way. There's no other way for us to be redeemed than than through, than through Jesus. And he knows that. And he, he paid the price. He's a just God. There was a payment, but, but it's done. It's finished. We need to stop. It is to tell us that we need to stop living in this self-condemnation because that is going to be like, if the enemy is not going to destroy you in the sense of dragging you down to hell because you are saved by Jesus, like he's going to do everything he can to distract you, to disrupt you and to, um, to uh, distance you from the Lord. And it's like, we have to be so aware of what truth says about who we are, about who God is and about what the enemy is up to. Like you got to snap out of it and get in the word because God's not going to condemn you. He's going to equip you so you can fight those, those self-condemning thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can be intimate with the Lord and have a relationship with him and, and not feel like he's far away from you. Cause I get a lot of people ask me like, how do you grow closer to the Lord? Well, first of all, you can't actually physically, because when you accept Jesus into your heart, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the grave now lives in you. Yes. So he lives inside of you. And no, and like, I love what Jesus said in, um, I was just reading this scripture out of, I think it's Luke 17, 21, but he said, the kingdom of God cannot be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say here it is, or it's over there for the kingdom of God is already among you. Mm -hmm. So he's basically saying the kingdom of God is within you Mm -hmm. that you carry. And, and the Lord, like as believers, we're supposed to carry that atmosphere where we go. So -hmm. people know, Oh, they're a believer. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that just to encourage everybody out there, because I know that there have been seasons where I've just, I've asked that same question too, like, Lord, how do I get closer to you? And honestly, like it's, it it begins with discipline. It begins with faithfulness. It begins with obedience. It begins with instilling the things that so many of us take for granted, like prayer, like fasting, like getting in the word like worship. It's like we we just we want to pray that prayer, that one prayer and say, "God, I want to be closer to you." And then instantly this this miraculous sign and wonder and feeling happens. And yeah, sometimes that does happen. But I want to encourage you to pursue 
to endure, to be steadfast, to dig deeper, to meet God where he is at. Like he has given us his word and his spirit is faithful to speak to us. Um, Just because God isn't moving in these crazy ways that we read in scripture where it's three verses and then something happens and three verses and something happens when there's time that happens between that. Um, Don't be discouraged in that. If you don't feel like God is speaking to you or moving in a way that you expect that he isn't there, that he isn't near, I encourage you to begin praying different prayers, to begin seeking Uh in the word, to to reevaluate what the heart and character of God is. Like what does scripture say? Um, And get yourself in alignment with truth because proper worship of God, as it says in John 4, is spirit Mm -hmm. and truth. We need to pair those things together. Like, girl, I could go off wow. about that yes. oh but it's so, like it is so essential I'm so yeah. I have such a heart for seeing my generation this day and age everyone like young and old becoming so dependent on the word of the Lord because you cannot live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God I'm <laughs> just saying that if you want to be spiritually fed if you want to be filled then like eat that bread like drink (laughs) drink from the living water yes living water (laughs) oh my gosh I just it's like come out to LA soon please we need to do something me and my husband we want to go out to LA so bad because we have so many friends out there and to everyone listening we'll follow CDC we'll be safe but Meredith I'll hit you up after this Um, I will but it's like that's another thing. Friends, like get in community, Meredith. I know you talked about that, but if you are self-condemning yourself, I encourage you, and I'm probably going to do a series on this here in, in um, the next few weeks, just about kind of the season that I'm in. Like, I really want to actually just be transparent with everybody. Um, yeah. But it's like, I have had to be the person to seek out community because I'm not okay because I'm dealing with spiritual warfare and I have sat and listened to the lies and I've dwelled in that pity pit for a Mm -hmm. minute. And it's just like, I kind of like what we're talking about. I have to, I have to stop self-condemning myself. I have to stop receiving these lies. I need to get up. I need to not only go into the, go to the word, but I also need to let my community know where I'm at what I'm believing about myself, where, where, like what I'm feeling, like you, I pray, I pray each and every single one of you that God sends someone Ah! in your life, that he highlights someone in your life that you can open up to. Because odds are we are so good at masking everything and filtering everything that a lot of our friends don't know we're suffering other than when we make a self-deprecating joke. It's like, we need to be transparent and let people know where we are struggling with how we are viewing ourselves and let your community encourage you. Like you said, Meredith, iron sharpens iron. Um, and, and we are not meant to do this life alone. We are meant to, to help bear one another's burdens. But yeah, friends, like y'all need to open up to your communities and let them know where you're at, where you are suffering. Because if you are trying to do things on your own, if you're trying to do this life alone um, and keep it quiet, it's like there, there's no room there for, for God to work. Like we have to, we have to be vulnerable. We have to allow our friends to sharpen, to speak truth into us, to remind us of our identity when we have been so convinced by 
spread the lies, um, that they help us break off those chains. Because I know for me uh, that through through counseling, through not only my relationship with my husband, but especially like reaching out to my friends, like my people who don't see me 24-7 and just being like, hey, I'm actually like not okay. I'm actually struggling with this, this, and that. And then being like, oh, heck no. We're going to pray for you. Like we're going to fast for you. We're going to come alongside you. It's like, oh my gosh, like I really, I really can do this. It begins to just uh, help you see past those things that you have isolated yourself in. And I think that's why God stresses community so much, intimacy with other people and with himself. You know, we have to be reminded of the truth of God with healthy community and, and by his word. Amen. It is not good for man to be alone. Oof. Literally, though, bring it all the way back. Um, yeah, all but- the way back to the beginning. <laughs> so in conclusion, read your whole Bible and get some good friends and be vulnerable. Get your bone of your bone, flesh of your flesh. <laughs> Pray for your husband. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, but for real, I hope you guys are encouraged by this episode. I know that Meredith and I could go on for another 12 years, but we're just going to have to do something on her podcast at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll do so. an episode over on Unfiltered Faith, the Yay. deep things of God we love. I love that. Well, Meredith, before we wrap things up, is there like one last bit of encouragement that you want to leave with anyone who's listening today? It could be on anything. You know what? I want to read actually this quote out of a book that I'm reading. So we're studying Galatians right now in my woman's Bible study. And I just, this was in the book. It's by Timothy Keller. Um, And it just, it, it's what I kind of learned in this last season season of my life. So it says, God does not love us because we are serviceable. He loves us simply because he loves us. This is the only kind of love we can ever be secure in, of course, since it's the only kind of love we cannot possibly lose. This is grace. Hmm. Dang. We'll yeah, meditate on that. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Meredith. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We love you. Go and sin no more. Um, but Meredith, can you just let all my followers know kind of like where they can check you out, where they can follow you? Because I definitely want my people who have just been encouraged by you to keep being encouraged by you on all your platforms. So can you fill us oh. in on all that just one more time? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram under Meredith Foster. You can find me on YouTube under Meredith Foster, and you can find my uh, podcast page on Unfiltered Faith Pod. It's very simple. It's just Meredith Foster. There you go. So y'all go check her out. And if you guys are tuning in from Meredith's side of things and you want to check out my podcast, new episodes every Wednesday here on Bought and Beloved on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can check me out on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Kirby is a boss. Um, I had that username forever, so we're just running with I it at this that. point. Kirby Literally, like, I just, I threw it out there. It blew up. I was like, oh, there's no going back now. So... Um, we're, we're running with that. Um, but I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the bot and beloved podcast. Thank you, Meredith, for joining us here and just pouring into everyone alongside me and sharing your story and yeah, be encouraged friends, be encouraged that it is not too late for you to turn your life around. It is not too late for you to run back to the Lord and to start speaking that truth over yourself and calling out the enemy. You have that ability and that authority to call him out on the standard of truth and he will have to flee so do it 
claim it, run with it, believe it. Um, and I hope that I'll see you guys here again next week for another good word from the word. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bought and Beloved. For more information about this show, visit ConvergePodcastNetwork.com. is part of the Converge Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.